new from the Fox News Podcast Network. I'm Emily Campagno, and this is the Fox True Crime Podcast. And I had nothing to do with her disappearance. I sit down with the people who lived the nightmares. I was in shock. I was just devastated. The investigators who tirelessly worked on the case. And I really hope that they can catch this guy. Bringing you closer to the story than you ever thought possible. Listen and follow now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. These are the stories that keep you up at night. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Purple Mafia, with your host, Paladino Joey. Well, we'll see. The doctors would disagree, but what do they know? So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. Is it worth it? I mean, you've won. You want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. It's just my enemy. That's all. My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, put your enemies close. These are wonderful things that we've achieved and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia. Today is Monday, April the 5th, 2010. And this is episode number 63 of Purple Mafia today. I am your host, Paladino Joey. Also known as Joey Awajan, that's my actual real name, but, uh, well, we've got a few things to cover today. Got a few things to cover. Well, one of our quarterback options is officially dead. The option is dead anyway. The quarterback is heading to Washington, D.C., him being Donovan McNabb, so <laughs> no Oakland Raiders for him, but possibly uh, another Viking quarterback might be in the Oakland Raiders uh, radar still, possibly. Nothing new in that department, that being the Sage Rosenfeld. But yeah, mostly today we're going to talk a little bit about how about Donovan McNabb heading to the Washington Redskins and the Vikings also signing defensive end Mike Montgomery, formerly of the Green Bay Packers today. So we're just going to get to that right about now. First and foremost, though, I forgot to mention, <laughs> might help. Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes, and I thank each and every one of you for downloading and listening to this show, which is growing nicely here in the Twin Cities and worldwide, abroad, as we like to say. All right, well, let's continue here. We're also going to, of course, get a teeny tiny bit into the draft. And, of course, we're going to read a couple of comments again by Chris Tucker and Dylan Richardson on the Facebook group for Purple Mafia. So that'll be good stuff. We're going to start off with Donovan McNabb right now, though. Yep, Donovan McNabb no longer an option for the Minnesota Vikings because he was traded to the Washington Redskins. The Washington Redskins. It's like a lot of us thought, well, geez, Washington Redskins have Jason Campbell, and he's not that bad of a quarterback, is he? In fact, he's really not that bad at all. Nice numbers, maybe not an elite quarterback. Not the greatest thing ever, but he sure as heck is a lot better than no... Jamarcus Russell, 
in Oakland, and that's a lot of reason why the Oakland Raiders would possibly try to pursue a Donovan McNabb. The thing with the Oakland Raiders that made absolutely no sense, well, the Oakland Raiders, I mean, there's just no... It, it just doesn't, it didn't make any sense. I mean, this is pretty much what I said when I heard about the possibility of the Oakland Raiders going, you know, with and Donovan McNabb. It's just, like, what were they thinking? It, um, it just didn't, it didn't make any sense to me. It really didn't because, <laughs> well, yeah, you got Darren McFadden who's done almost nothing. Darius Hayward Bay, well, yeah, Darius Hayward Bay. That's great. Well, and what else do you have? Um, do the do the Raiders have any other really major options in that team? No, <laughs> no, they really don't. It's uh, it didn't make any sense to me. It just didn't. Uh, Oakland Raiders. And then the Washington Redskins. Yeah, as mentioned, they already kind of have a decent quarterback. Uh, that didn't make much sense either. Yet at the same time, hey, it instantly I think it just raises their credibility a little higher. Uh, Jason Campbell, well. Not really sure how he feels about that. I don't think he feels all too great. Um, it's strange, but I guess, hey, the Washington Redskins, uh, they made the playoffs a couple years ago. Of course, knocked the Vikings out. That was in the 07 season. Knocked the Vikings out. Remember, that was back when I was on YouTube. I'd like to return to that, by the way, making videos, reviewing Viking games, as well as doing the podcast here on Pro Mafia, which is uh, very much enjoying it. The Vikings have... Uh, <laughs> Let's just say the Vikings have been good to me. Uh, lots of views have been, you know, it's put me on the map, per se, you could, you could say, on that front. And again, on Jason Campbell, you know, not exactly Brett Favre in his prime or anything, but not not the worst quarterback ever, still fairly young. He was the 25th overall pick in the 2005 draft, first round. Um, I guess I guess it's, he's better as a backup in, in, in the end, though, when you think of Donovan McNabb as a, an elite, potential elite player. Uh, I like the move for Washington, I guess, in the end. I mean, it's a smart move. The team is ready to compete. You got Clinton Portis, who's getting a little older, kind of similar to the Vikings in that sense. Um, you got, you got Cooley, you got, you know, Chris Cooley, you got so many other good players on this Washington Redskins team. Uh, nice, really nice defense. Not including Fred Smoot, by the way. <laughs> Fred Smoot, what a pile of crap he is. But, um, yeah. That's a good move for the Redskins in the end. And um, Andy Reid's comment is, you can't say that we didn't think about that when in terms of uh, making the move. Now, overall, real quick, though, Donovan McNabb was sent to the Redskins for a second-round pick, 37th overall in this month's NFL draft, and either a third- or fourth-round pick next year. So now, yes, Andy Reid, yeah, you know, when a lot of people say, and it's a little surprising about the Redskins, and yeah, that's Andy Reid's comment. You can't say we didn't think about that. <laughs> about having to face McNabb twice a year. See, that's the other thing. It's a division trade, of course. The rival. That makes things a little interesting. Uh, he says we did, but this was the decision we thought was best for Donovan, and at the same time, the compensation was right for us. We certainly took into consideration Donovan's feelings here, too. McNabb's comment, I'm really excited about my future with the Washington Redskins. I'm eager to work with Coach Shanahan, as that's right. Mike Shanahan, I might want to remember that, right? Mike Shanahan's there with Clinton Portis. This actually could get pretty good for Washington. It could make things a little bit tougher on us, I guess. Uh, he's been a very successful coach with a couple of Super Bowl victories on his resume. 
Well, it's been my goal to win a Super Bowl in Philadelphia. We came up short. I enjoyed my 11 years here, and we shared a lot more good times than bad, and that's for sure, as the Philadelphia Eagles were excellent under Donovan McNabb and Andy Reid and guys like Brian Westbrook, Deuce, Staley, and and other running backs, all that good stuff. Shanahan can only hope the 33-year-old McNabb works out as well as the last big-time Washington-Philadelphia quarterback deal, as that was the Eagles in 1964, sent Sonny Jurgensen to the Redskins, where he played 11 seasons until he was 40 and became a Hall of Famer. Well, well, that would be about seven seasons for McNabb, and yeah, that's a strong possibility. Brett Favre may be coming back at 40-41, as Favre, of course, will turn 41 in early October. Jurgensen's comment is... These people never learn, <laughs> or these people never learn, that's all he said. Um, of course, it's also the final year of McNabb's contract. That's where things get a little interesting. We'll see if there'll be a extension. As Reed said, as of course Andy Reed said, the possibility McNabb could refuse to go to another team or decline to extend his contract was not a factor. Donovan would have played anywhere because that's the kind of person he is. He's happy to be there. That's pretty much about it. Another quote by Donovan McNabb, or Reed, excuse me. <laughs> this was a very tough decision. Donovan McNabb representing everything a football player could be in his 11 seasons in Philadelphia. He carried this organization to new heights and set a high, a high standard of excellence both on and off the field. We thank him for everything he did for this football team and for this city. Eagles President Joe Banner. <laughs> we'll have a couple more quotes. Donovan is the ultimate professional. He has an incredible work ethic and has been an integral part of our success over the years. Donovan always has carried himself with a great deal of dignity. He's an excellent role model for a young man and for young men and women across the region. In my mind, he'll always be remembered as one of the greatest Eagles of all time. Another statement by, or this is a statement by coach Mike Shanahan. Donovan is an accomplished quarterback who has been a proven winner in the National Football League. I have long admired his competitiveness and feel he will be an outstanding addition to the Redskins in our community. He knows our division and the roadmap to success in the NFC East. As Yeah, the most recent uh, division acquisition, you can say, Brett Favre to the Vikings from Green Bay. Of course, the Packers did not deal Brett Favre to the Vikings. He ended up signing here as a free agent uh, retired free agent, I guess you could call it, when he left the New York Jets, and that contract came to an end. That was the end of that contract, of course, the former Packer deal. Traded to the New York Jets, of course, with a poison pill in it. Jets had no, were not going to be able to trade Favre to the Vikings without giving up three first-round draft picks. Remember that poison pill? That was good times. Um, yeah, uh, this doesn't kill the possibility that McNabb could come to Minnesota still, because it's still just a one-year deal. Um, that's still a possibility that McNabb could leave Washington and come to Minnesota. Uh, I'm not sure that'll happen, though. I have a feeling he'll be fairly happy, or at least happy enough to stay in Washington. But you never know. You never know. Uh, you never know. I, I, I gotta think the Washington Redskins, though, are a better fit for Donovan McNabb than, uh, the New York Jets were for Brett Favre. I gotta think. Um, yeah, Mike Shanahan is the right kind of coach for McNabb, but you know, even you know, more than uh, say a Brad Childress would have been. 
West Coast offense and all that good stuff, good times, that old San Francisco 49ers offense that just goes on and on and on and on and on for 25, 30 years now, 30 years now. Yeah, good times. Um, the possibility, though, yeah, sure, it still does exist because he, it's the one-year deal. He will be a free agent. Will Donovan McNabb. But, uh, yeah, this definitely definitely makes it tougher. And, folks, Brett Favre needs to return to the Minnesota Vikings. Brett Favre has got to announce that he's returning to the Minnesota Vikings ASAP. <laughs> just to just to reassure, just to give us peace of mind, because Sid Rosenfels and Tavares Jackson. Well, Tavares Jackson is still a restricted free agent at this point in time, I believe. I, then again, he might have another year. Um, from my knowledge, though, he is a restricted free agent. I keep hearing conflicting reports on that. I'm not the, you know, Tavares Jackson isn't as high on my radar as Brett Favre or even Sage Rosenfels at this point in time, despite the fact Tavares Jackson could make a nice backup quarterback, a nice kind of energy off the bench type of type of player. He just kind of, that's kind of what he is, actually, to be honest, if that makes sense. Believe it or not, that does exist in the NFL at the quarterback position. It's just very, very rare. I know that sounds more like a basketball term, energy off the bench with the microwave. Uh, Sage Rosenfels is not an energy player. Like Tavares Jackson, there, there's no doubt about that. And of course, the infamous helicopter play—just look it up on on YouTube. Sage helicopter, yikes! Terrible play. One of the worst plays I have ever seen. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the Oakland Raiders also looking at Sage Rosenfels. That's a possibility because hey, the Vikings just might be after a quarterback in the draft. Uh, yeah, it's no longer there's no longer Donovan McNabb at this point in time. But yeah, there's also the possibility the Vikings are pursuing a quarterback in the draft. Of course, Tim Tebow or Colt McCoy. I've discussed that in the past, and we'll continue to discuss that until the draft happens. Um, <laughs> well, of course, yeah, this is most likely, and I mean most likely, the last show until I go into the three to four week now. So I won't say three to five, three to four week. Hopefully, that's the four. Uh, hopefully, it's no more than four anyway. Um, three to four week hiatus from Purple Mafia because of lawn cleanups. So yeah. Unfortunately it will be a draft recap, not a draft preview at the point at that point in time. Okay, I'll get back into the draft in a second though. Uh yeah, the possibility of Sage Rosenfels and the Oakland Raiders still does exist because of that. The Vikings Brad Childers did hint the possible changes at the quarterback position this season. At least one or multiple. I mean I gotta think that there will be at least one new quarterback on this roster. And you hope Brett Favre is not missing in that group. You hope and pray to God for that. Uh, yeah, Sage Rosenfels, it was a three-year deal. He's got two years left in the contract. Makes sense. It makes absolute sense that Sage Rosenfels could, could there's a possibility he could, they could be dangling him about to teams like the Oakland Raiders who need at least some type of band-aid in that position. Uh, or at least a backup for Jamarcus Russell, who, uh, um, Jamarcus Russell plays in uh, pretty much like this. An asinine, ball brain, cockamamie, ridiculous fashion. It's um, it's <laughs> it's tough. It's tough to watch. You feel bad for the poor Oakland Raiders. The owner is nuts. The poorest run franchise in the NFL, even worse than the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I'm dead serious. Even worse than the Detroit Lions, because the. <laughs> At least their ownership might might be somewhat sane over there. Um, yeah. So, it's time to come off the quarterback topic, at least for the time being. The Vikings acquired defensive end Mike Montgomery. Yep, Mike Montgomery 
from the Green Bay Packers. Of course, remember last week I mentioned six, sixth pick in the sixth round in the 05 draft, so there's the 05 draft again. 26-year-old defensive end. He'll be a depth for the Minnesota Vikings. Of course, as I mentioned last week, his best season came in 08 when he started eight games with 71 tackles, two and a half sacks. He even forced a fumble in that game. But then they switched to the 3-4 defense under Dom Capers, who's a very good defensive coordinator, and made the Packers' defense look pretty solid last year. Not the greatest ever, but solid. Uh, Montgomery will be a backup to start against Jared Allen and Ray Edwards, as I figured. Another side NFL note. No, Jason Elam. Jason Elam officially is retiring. Remember the legendary Denver Broncos. Remember, uh, yeah, Mike Shanahan, legendary co- coach of the Denver Broncos. Clinton Porter's former running back of the Denver Broncos. Well, here's one more Bronco. So welcome to Bronco Mafia. <laughs> yep. Jason Elam will sign a one-day contract with the Denver Broncos so he can retire with a team he played for most of his career, and that's definitely a lot of seasons. 15 seasons with Denver from 93 to 2007, where he shares the NFL record with Tom Dempsey for the longest field goal. Elam tied the record with a 63-yard field goal on October 28, 1998. Elam played for two seasons with Atlanta before being waived December 1st. But, uh, yeah, Jason Elam, just got to make a teeny, tiny, quick comment on him. Just uh, He was one of the best kickers I ever saw, absolutely ever saw. Played for a fantastic team in Denver. I absolutely loved the Denver Broncos from about 96 to 98. Just a fantastic team. I wish the Vikings got a chance to, to, to beat them in the, in the Super Bowl in 98, but that just wasn't meant to be. And unfortunately, a lot of people would say, and I'd agree with them, the Vikings defense was too injured to really give us much hope to, to win that Super Bowl because the Denver Broncos were fantastic. Yeah, the Vikings were 15-1, and but the Broncos were defending champions with a 14-2 and record and were killing everybody, anybody and everybody in sight, including the Philadelphia Eagles, which, of course, their horrible season led to acquiring Donovan McNabb, which was the main topic to this point on this show. So, Jason Elam, great kicker. You know, congratulations on a great career, and we'll see him in the Hall of Fame soon. <laughs> very, very soon, within about five years. That's usually how long it takes, five years, and then they're in, if if they get elected in, they're eligible. And I think, uh, I would think... Jason Elam will be in soon. Maybe not in his first ballot because kickers don't always get in right away, but he'll be in there. He has to. He absolutely has to be in there. So, uh, And, yeah, I think the Vikings also, one final quick quote on this topic, then we can take a break and get into some new stuff here, some slightly new stuff, including the draft. Um, yeah, this Vikings team, especially last year and I think coming into this year, they remind me of the Denver Broncos. They do. you got the veteran quarterback, the great running back, the good defense, and the great kicker, and the great kicker, God forbid, and a, mal- and a maligned coach. You know, good coach, but m- maligned at times. Like Mike, well, like in Mike Shanahan's case, Brad Childress, well, some people aren't going to say he's a good coach, but maybe he'll finish off as that. I don't think he got us killed last year, as much as other people might, other than uh, that really ridiculous too many men out in the field situation. That's kind of on multiple people, including the coach. All right, enough for that. We're going to take our first break, or our only break, <laughs> and get into the next topics right after this. And we 
are back here on Purple Mafia, episode number 63, which is a reminder for iPod users along with Microsoft Zune and MP3 users as well. Thanks again for joining the show today. Oh, don't forget to check out Timberwolves Explosion and Brave the Wild, my other two podcasts on the sportstuff.com and iTunes. Alrighty. Well, we're going to get to your Facebook comments on here. Chris Tucker and Dylan Richardson commenting on the upcoming draft yet again, which is pretty cool stuff. It's a nice way to add conversation to the, to the show today. I always appreciate it, guys, and don't forget to continue posting on here. Those of you out there also that haven't yet, please do join the Purple Mafia group on Facebook, you listeners out there, because there are a lot more of you out there than our members on this page. I'm sure a lot of you have Facebooks. Just search Purple Mafia Minnesota Vikings. That's all you got to do is type in Purple Mafia Minnesota Vikings and join the Facebook group and then post your comments on the wall, which Dylan Richardson and Chris Tucker were kind enough to do today. All right, well, Chris Tucker, of course, last week mentioned all the Vikings need to shore up that offensive line, particularly in the first round, and he also mentioned Ponce, possibly taking Ponce from Florida in um, later on in the draft, but now that would be Marquise Ponce, <laughs> who's a center, another center or potential guard. He could play either position. Um, the Vikings absolutely did struggle to run the football last year. That was an issue. It wasn't all just Peterson fumbling or Peterson having a bad season. We did struggle to run the ball last year more than you'd expect with a guy like Brett Favre. Yeah, he got in the end zone a lot on the goal line, which is great, but the running game, it kind of faced a little bit of this. You'd hand the ball off to Adrian Peterson and two yards and a cloud of dust. And then here we go. We hand it off to Peterson again and two yards and a cloud of dust. It was like, what is going on here? It got uh, kind of frustrating. There were a lot of games like that. And when you have no running game, when you have, it's like, great, here, here we go. Then the uh, opponents can really focus on the pass more than just running. <laughs> and uh, it's not the same. So, uh, yeah, shoring up the offensive line, absolutely a strong topic. But what's interesting, yeah, how uh, Chris Tucker did mention Ponzi. Now, I'm not the biggest college football fan of all time, so I'm not as knowledgeable about these guys as other people. I'm going to admit it. I go by with what I can research and what I can learn. <laughs> and from word of mouth from other people like like Chris Tucker, like Dylan Richardson, and others out there who are able to keep up with it more. I listen to them as well. I'd like to have Dylan on the show soon, possibly uh, talk about the draft, talk about the Bears. Um yeah, he's been talking about, he's been wanting to join the show. I've wanted him to join as well. I've uh, I've joined NFL East to West, I believe, yeah, three times now. That's another great show on the sportsstuff.com. Hasn't been up the last uh, month or two, unfortunately, due to scheduling, I'm sure, for Dylan and uh, Jim Towers. Just absolutely great show. It was a, just a pleasure to be a part of that, and I'd like to have Dylan, as mentioned, I'd like to have him join the show when the schedule permits. That would probably be uh, after this whole lawn cleanup crap is over, so... That's a mention out there for you, Dylan. <laughs> um, of course, Dylan Richardson is the executive producer of the thesportsstuff.com. I might want to mention that as well. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the Facebook group. Now, again, like how Chris Tucker did mention to Chase, possibly Ponzi in the second round, possibly second or third round. Um, now, WalterFootball.com has the Vikings taking Marquise Ponzi with the actual 30th overall pick. Yep, Tim Tebow and Colt McCoy, of course, slipping past the Vikings at this point in time. Yeah, taking Ponzi to shore up that offensive line because of the 
struggling with running the football. And I thought that was very interesting. I figured, hey, whoa, Chris, you're, you were really onto something here because WalterFootball.com, you know, which is a pretty solid website. You type in Google, you type in NFL mock draft, they're right at the top. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're pretty established. People know about them. Um, I mentioned though that, yeah, that Ponzi's stock has, has really shot up. Chris Tucker's comment is, yeah, he has, I think, I think it has more to do with his draft, this draft not being very deep with interior linemen, so teams are having to reach for them sooner in order to get quality. Oh, thanks for throwing me on the last show. Good stuff. And yes, absolutely, Chris Tucker. It's great to have you on this show as well. Great to have you on last show and this show once again. And uh, he continues here. I'll be sure to keep putting up my opinions regarding the great Minnesota Vikings. And I hope you do, Chris. I absolutely hope you do continue to write them up here. It only helps the show very much. And remember, I generally do these shows on Mondays, so that's another hint for you out there. I generally do these shows on Mondays, so probably have your uh, post up there by 2 o'clock Central Time. It's not as tough as calling in. Yeah, I'll get to the calling in later. Uh, he continues here, final quote from Chris Tucker is, Maybe I'll even throw in a comment, throw a comment out about the great Vancouver Canucks when they play your Wild. And yes, about the Minnesota Wild, yeah, you can absolutely... Chris, you can absolutely post some comments on here about the Minnesota Wild, but don't forget about Brave the Wild. Yes, if you want to talk about hockey, Brave the Wild is another show I do on the sportsstuff.com and on iTunes, and of course, a group, Facebook group for that, Brave the Wild, Minnesota Wild. Type that in and join it, Chris, and others out there that might be hockey fans that don't know about that yet, don't know about the existence of that show yet. All right, enough of my plugging shows, and I apologize out there. It's just, he mentioned it. So I'd like to respond to what he had to say. It's only fair. All right, now Dylan Richardson, episode 62 comment. First of Surfer Stuff, really great show, good show, Joey, and thanks for that, Dylan. Absolutely, and he said thanks for the mention, and of course no problem for that either. Love having you on here. As far as the draft, I think you're right. It's all a crapshoot. And like I have always said, the first round, in the first round, you take the best player available. And yes, it is a crapshoot. Now, if you can knock out two birds with one stone, that's kind of the goal. As in best player and best need. Yeah. Mm hmm. So in the later part of the first round, the Vikes might be able to do that. I think Tebow will go in the second round. Maybe the mid second. So if the Vikings really want him, they should try to get out of the first round and trade that pick, then trade down and get some extra stuff. It will also save them money. First-rounders are a bitch to sign. <laughs> yep. A bitch to sign. Um, yeah, they are. First-rounders can be a bitch to sign. Usually in the late first round, it's not as bad. Up in the top, it's just a r- ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. As the angry video game nerd would say, I love the way he used that line <laughs> earlier in this show. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a that that that's a good strategy. That would be if to me, yes, that would be absolutely if you can't get the player you want. Maybe Ponzi is the guy. Oh, but doggone it, you know, or whatever swear word you might want to throw. And the New York Jets took him, or the San Diego Chargers took him, who could use a little help with their running game. Yeah, they're actually uh, they're actually looking to pick. Ryan Matthews, according to this mock draft from Fresno State, Ryan Matthews running back. But yeah, somebody like that. Mike, I hope it, I hope it, I can't say his name. I'm really sorry from Idaho, the guard from Idaho. Upatai. 
uh, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it, but yeah, he's a he's a known guy. I've heard of him, so don't worry, guys. I'm not a complete ignorant about college football. Just not as big of a fan as some of you out there. So, um, not pretending to be an expert. That's what I'm all I'm trying to say. They have the Cowboys taking him. That's the guy that uh, Tucker wanted with that 30th pick. So, yeah, if guys like that are gone, and um, yeah, you strongly consider. You know, or a guy like maybe Mays, that's a, that'd be a nice one. <laughs> we'll get that in a second, though. That's something that Dylan brings up. If, like, players like that aren't available, if you don't really have the guy you want available, one of the two or three guys that you're superly targeting available, yeah, you possibly trade down and take a Tim Tebow. And uh, that's a good strategy. Again, that's a way I, that's definitely a way to look at it, and I hope the Vikings would be looking at it that way because you got to take, you got to get some type of quarterback in here soon. You have to. I think you have to, uh, before we got Brett Favre, we were, uh, in trouble. We were. Yeah, the Vikings won the division, and they were 10 and 6 in 2008. They were 10 and 6, but they got destroyed at home by the Philadelphia Eagles. Destroyed at home by the Philadelphia Eagles. On their, on our own home turf, field turf, officially in the Metrodome or Target, Target Field, yeah, Target Field. Yeah. <laughs> the Mall of America Field, yeah, that might be a smart way to call it. Um. Yeah, I. You got to get some type of quarterback in here. You have to. There's no doubt about it. So, yeah, that that's a nice strategy because yeah, well you know, Tim Tebow isn't supposed to be a first round pick. Taking him with thirty would might not be the best idea. It just might not. So if there is a possible way to acquire him by trading him down, that would be that'd be better. <laughs> It'd just be a better strategy. You don't use a first-round pick. You can actually use it to acquire possibly another warm body or more draft picks. We'll just see how that goes. It generally is more draft picks, though, in the NFL. It's not like uh, basketball or something or hockey. Uh, Dylan Richardson, again, comments in the same section. Here's what NFL.com is thinking about the Vikes in the first round. Taylor Mays, safety of, out of USC. and Yeah, if Taylor Mays out of USC is dangling at number 30. Unless, for whatever reason, the Vikings found something, saw something in him in the combines and such, that oh my God, this guy's not not you know there's no way there's you know there, this is not the answer. It's a bad decision. This guy doesn't get it or whatever. Something about him just isn't going to work. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Mays, I would be all over that in a heartbeat. Getting a, a, a nice safety like Taylor Mays from USC. Who I have heard of, yeah, I have heard of, obviously, as you can tell. That would be fantastic, and uh, there you go. There's one of your safeties of the future for the Minnesota Vikings. Because, ladies and gentlemen, Medea Williams sucks. <laughs> and Tyrell Johnson is mediocre at best. Mediocre at best. He has not even reached mediocre levels yet. Yeah. Mm. Oh, goody. Um, Dylan continues, the NFL scouting combine affirmed what we know about this three-time All-American, he is an amazing physical specimen. The Vikings are seeking help at the corner. Perhaps Rutgers' Devin McCourty. That's another one, of course, that's been floating around for a while now as well. But this young force may be too talented to pass up. His pro day could bump his stock higher if he shows range and ball skills, which I believe he possesses. Um, Chris Tucker chimes in before I'm going to start babbling. <laughs> if Mays falls to 30, he is the steal of the draft. Then maybe we could somehow trade Medea Williams for a pick, any pick. Yes, <laughs> absolutely, Chris Tucker. I feel you completely on that, getting rid of Medea Williams for anything. You just hope it's not seventh-round pick, but it, but it might be. 
No, you're probably, well, yeah, it might be. Uh, maybe a fifth rounder. Mm, yeah, maybe a fifth rounder. Who who knows? Madea Williams just absolutely was disappointing. He really was. And yeah, Taylor Mays would be Taylor made for the Vikings at safety. Pun intended. <laughs> he he really would. It would be fantastic. Pun intended there. Um, I would be very happy with that. But, yeah, Devin McCourty as well. I mean, that's that guy has been floating around. He has absolutely been floating around. But, unfortunately, see, the whole thought about Taylor Mays' shot, stock shooting up, well, yeah, it's it's already high. Shucks. At least the NFL mock draft I'm looking at right now, of course, WalterFootball.com, they have him going all the way up at 21 to the Cincinnati Bengals, who already have an excellent safety. They would just get even better. So, oh, goody there. Yeah, Cincinnati Bengals have an outstanding secondary. It would just get even better with uh, Taylor Mays. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Cincinnati did that. Who knows, though? Who knows? I mean, their running game looks good. Their quarterback, well, yeah, you're not going to take Tim Tebow with a 21st pick. Um, <laughs> who knows what's going to happen? Terrell Owens may even still wind up in uh, in uh, Cincinnati. So your, your receiver, you'll be set a receiver as well. Yeah. We'll see what happens there. It would just, yeah, I would be absolutely thrilled if the Vikings were able to get Taylor Mays. And that's when you don't trade down for Tim Tebow if you can get Taylor Mays. Because, again, he is tailor-made for the Vikings. <laughs> they could use him big time. All righty. That should pretty much about wrap things up for episode number 63 in terms of uh, content at this point in time. But I would like you to please call into the phone lines. I'm, I'm missing you out there, guys. I'm missing you out there. You need to call in. I'm missing you. You guys know who you are. Call into the show. I, you know, it, it only helps. And of course, continue to post on the Facebook. I already talked about that. The phone line is 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Leave your name in town. Mention you're calling in for Purple Mafia. And, uh, opine. Shout out, question, comment. Hopefully not complaint, but, well, yeah, you have a right to do that. So, <laughs> I'm open-minded. I'll learn. I'll get better. <laughs> like like anybody does. Even the pros have to get better, which I'm be- trying to become a pro myself. So, yeah, please do that. Please call into the phone lines. Also, join the message boards on thesportstuff.com. Very important indeed. Simply click the button that says TSS Boards on the upper right-hand side of the front page of thesportstuff.com. And then click register, and you're online. You're on the message boards with the sportsstuff.com. Of course, we do have an NFL section, Minnesota Vikings section. We'd like you to join that, join the discussion there as well. It would be a lot of fun. You can talk about anything on there, too. You could always NBA boards, uh, hockey boards, baseball boards, wrestling boards, NASCAR, politics, who knows, whatever it is, video games. Don't forget about that either. Video game boards on there. You can talk about just about anything. It's a very, very cool website. Oh, and by the way, we're adding a, a little bit of live streaming on there as well. The sportsstuff.com is starting to move up a little bit. It's looking pretty cool. We'll get more into that in the in the future here <laughs> as that thing continues to take shape. It's uh, it's pretty exciting. Let's just say uh, there's some exciting stuff coming to the sportsstuff.com, and uh, we'd like you guys on board. It's not going to cost you a dime. I think you're going to like it, and... Uh, yeah, website deserves a deserves a look see from you. It really does. So uh, there you go. And again, 
I already talked about the Facebook page. So the final thing is, Purple Mafia does have a Twitter account. It is twitter.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Twitter.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. You can follow my tweets on there about the Vikings. And uh, you can comment back at me as well. You can talk with me as well. It would be much appreciated. So, before I leave, I'd better mention <laughs> I'd better mention the two guys that did mention on there. Now, also, Farzine and I had a long conversation about uh, Donovan McNabb as well um, and Brett Favre, but also uh, Vikes' number one fan. That's his Twitter account. He says, I am always with Tebow as a Viking. Let's get Tebow's wide receiver or tight end for the Vikings, Gators to Vikings. So, yep, he would like to have Tim Tebow on. And, um, yeah, I agree. Tim Tebow would be a nice quarterback of the future for the Vikings. And Brent, for Liberty, in a comments in a mock, I'm going on the intrawebs. I <laughs> netted Pike in the fourth. Mays round one. McKnight round two. Thompson and Spikes round three. Thoughts? Well, for me, Mays is a guy I'd really like a lot on this team. Um, the others, hey, they sound like good picks. Um, I'm not as knowledgeable about them as I am about Mays. I'd love to have Mays on this team, though. Um, would be absolutely thrilled to have him on board. And uh, that's that's about it. Yeah, that's my thoughts. It's good stuff. It'd be cool if Mays came here, though. I'm not really convinced he's going to be slipping to number 30. So, sorry that was so late in the show. I almost forgot to mention that because I kind of had so much other stuff to look at here. So, my bad, guys. Got you on. Got you on. <laughs> so... Again, as mentioned, this show will uh, probably be taking a hiatus here for the next about a month here. We'll be back probably in early May to recap the draft, possibly late April if I'm lucky. Recap the draft, talk about who we got, who we didn't get, and all that good stuff. And uh, hopefully we'll have an answer from Brett Favre to talk about as well. Hopefully it's the right answer too, the the yes. (laughs) So until then, have uh, have a good April. Wish me luck out there doing those ridiculous lawn cleanups, working way too much. <laughs> Not looking forward to it, really. But um, I guess my checkbook is, at least. Um, yeah, oh, goody. Money isn't everything, is it? <laughs> no, okay. Um, just uh, wish me luck out there. I wish you guys luck as well, and wish the Vikings luck in the draft. And we will talk to you soon. Do take care. Do take care.